Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Wellness Chronicles. I am your host, the Queen of Fitness, Miss Corey Nicole, and I am so beyond excited to share these three women's experiences, journeys, and everything in between during these interviews. I hope you enjoy, and don't forget to hit that follow button, hit that notification, that bell button, you know, whatever you got to do to make sure that you're updated on episodes every single Monday. And as always, stay happy, healthy, wealthy. We got this, ladies. Enjoy the episode. Okay. With me today, though, we have Miss Allie. Now, Allie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Occupation? Little fun fact. So I live in Northern California. I am an ultrasound tech by day or night. I work night shift. Um, I've been doing that for 24 years. And being in the uh, health industry, it makes you see how important taking care of yourself is and what happens when you don't take care of yourself. Um, I'm also a mom. I have five kids slash stepkids. Wow. Two dogs. So very busy at home. And I love to run. Running is my passion. Um, I started running more as a way to compete with someone and just kind of grew into my passion and my stress release. And it's like my most favorite thing to do. I am with you on that. I love running as well. That's how I originally started my fitness journey was running. So I just love how we can relate on that level. Cause running yeah. isn't for everyone. I get a lot of people no. when I, when I tell people that I run, they're like, you're crazy. Like, right. How do you do that? Either, <laughs> yeah. You either are, or you're not. You're yeah. Of- <laughs> yeah. You are or not. There's like no, in yeah. between. no, there's no, well, I like to do it sometimes. No, you're in it. Or yeah. you're like not happening. Like <laughs> I hate to kind I'm of put it in like from a bear or yes. I'm running for a medal. There's exactly. <laughs> I hate to kind of put it in this way too, but it's like a, like a low key cult. Like you're in it. Yes. Or you're oh yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what the runner lifestyle is like, or you don't. <laughs> yes. But anyways, besides being a, another lo- run lover like me, what is a little fun mm-hmm. fact about yourself? Cool. Fun fact. Um, let's see. I love to travel. Traveling is my most favorite thing to do. That's kind of a boring fun fact. Um, I'm actually from Ohio. Um, so I'm a Midwest girl. That's funny. I'm from Michigan. Okay. (laughs) I know. That's why you said Ohio is kind of like, but I'm from from the upper peninsula of Michigan. Michigan's better half. So Okay. Really yeah. kind of okay. That's Not okay. gonna lie. I don't like when the people from Ohio come up here and drive because they don't they don't know how to drive. Michigan people don't know how to drive either. It's they really don't. <laughs> <laughs> so when we go to each other's states, it's like we just don't know how to drive. Yeah, it's like, oh Michigan. Oh <sighs> no, I'm honestly like, oh Ohio. <laughs> Anyways, mm. we'll get into our serious, but don't worry, not super serious questions here. So when did you originally start your wellness journey? Well, you know, seriously in the last six, seven years, but before that, I mean, my, the way I grew up, it was always about how you looked Mm -hmm. and 
I can remember starting thinking I was fat, you know, quote unquote in Mm. fourth grade. And that's pretty much what it has revolved around for me. And it was always to look good. Yeah. Period. You know, you want to look good in the cute clothes. You want to look good in school. You're comparing yourself to every other girl out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I started working out, you know, I would work out here and there for sports or do a fitness video or something, but nothing ever stuck. And, you know, I ate crap and garbage as we all did growing up in the nineties and (laughs) it's, got serious later, but more, it was always, oh, I have a big vacation up or I'm getting married or I had a baby and I need to lose weight. It was never about being healthy as a whole. It was about a goal. And then after that, everything just fell apart or, oh, let it go from Thanksgiving to new year's knowing I'm going to start over on new year's day. And I really got sick of the whole yo-yo of it. And, um, seven years ago I went through a divorce and I got really skinny and then I got really overweight. Wow. And that was kind of when it was like, I don't want to do this again. Like I'm done doing the yo-yo I'm done starting over. And that was when I really, did it with the mentality of this is a lifestyle. I'm going to do this forever because I can't keep starting over again. So that was when it became like all encompassing, like as a whole. Yeah. No. And I love that. And just kind of hearing too, kind of like where your life was thinking back to like the years and stuff. So like, even in like the two thousands, like there was a lot of like yo yo and like fad things out there because people want that instant, absolutely the instant result when it's not about yes. the instant result or even that goal that you're looking towards. It's, yep. it's your life. It's your lifestyle. And that yep. is a beautiful mindset to have. And that is the mindset that we need to get out there more to people that have the mindset that it's your lifestyle and it's not about really anything else. How do you want to live your life? Do you want to live your life living more like healthy and having those more positive quality of life moments? Or do you eventually want to end up maybe stuck in a chair or right now, not able to move as much as you used to? So no, I just, I love that mindset. It's absolutely beautiful. And what made you decide to start this journey? Was there a really exact point where you were like, I got to make the change? Um, It was, it was finally, I just hit kind of the wall of being overweight, weighing what I almost weighed when I was like nine months pregnant. And I noticed I was snoring, which I don't snore. Mm. So I noticed I would wake myself up snoring because I had so much extra weight. I was sweating. I was always hot. Yeah. 
And I didn't feel good. I was sleeping like 10 hours a night. I was always tired. I didn't feel good. I just felt miserable. And it was a lot of it. Honestly, a lot of it was how I looked. I didn't like it. It wasn't me. It was just, I'm like, I didn't recognize that person. I'm like, where did this happen? You know, I would put on my quote fat jeans and I'm like, these don't fit. Like what happened? Yeah. And it just, it, and it took a little bit, it took months of like, oh, I'll do that. I'll starve myself. Cause that worked when I was 20 and that didn't work obviously. Yeah. And you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And because I didn't, the thought of this is going to take months didn't appeal to me. Yeah. And then I was like, no, this is, this is it. I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I have to do this with a different mindset. Yeah. And it's going to be one day at a time and it can't be after my next vacation. It has to be now. And I have to figure out how to do this on vacation because this is my life and I'm doing this. So it's basically just kind of hitting a wall. Yeah. And it's just kind of losing my train of thought. Sorry. It's just crazy how like, and I know you're not alone with the whole, like wanting that instant like result. Oh, of yeah. It's just crazy. Where did this mindset even begin? You know what I mean? I'm just a little intrigued in how a lot of people have that mindset. And then, yeah, how can we encourage others to change it to more of like, it's a lifestyle. You can't just have that instant gratification, that instant, uh, because if you have that instant weight loss, you can easily gain that weight back. Oh, yeah. And you're going to gain it back and you're going to yeah. gain more because I've done it. Yeah. I've done the whole, oh, I'm so, going to starve myself for two weeks to fit into my wedding dress. And I'm yeah. And that's this. not even a healthy way to go about it either. Like mentally. No. And it's, 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 I think a lot of it. And now it's hard because I have, you know, I have kids that yeah. talk about how girls talk about each other in school and this. Yeah. And it's now, especially in my house, I will say with kids, everything's instant gratification. Mm -hmm. There's no waiting for anything. Everything you want to see a movie. Well, it's you click on the TV. It's right there. Yeah. You want to know something. It's all on your phone. It's we're in a society as a whole that everything's instant gratification. Oh, I don't have the money for this. Well, go swipe your credit card. Yeah. There's no I think it's a, uh, an American mentality as yeah. we don't want to wait for anything. We want it now. Yeah. And where did it come from? I don't know, but I think it's getting more and more like that. Trying to teach yeah. kids that you got to work, you got to save, you got to, it's not yeah. now it's no, I don't, I don't want to wait. I want it now. And it's something we have to change and you have to, you know, it's always been that, oh, it's swimsuit season or it's, yep. you know, <laughs> now it's time to work the, out. <laughs> I mean, I've done it for so many years. Yeah. That's what I did it for. I didn't lose weight to be healthy. I lost it for that vacation. And as soon as I got on that plane, it was like the drinks and the mozzarella sticks, bring them on. Let's go. You know, it's all, (laughs) you know, and I remember doing that every time it's like, it's off. Like I'm eating everything I want. And then you come home and you're absolutely miserable. And it's like, why, why did I do that? Well, that's yeah. My goal was over. 
Yeah. Well, I'm hoping this platform helps to, to spread that word to don't just make the short term goal. Right. Have the long term. Yeah. Your life, your lifestyle. It's all it's all interconnected. I had another kind of side question for you too, because um mm-hmm. you said you work nights, correct? Yes. How has have you always worked nights? No. Okay. How has that kind of like affected your journey right now with working nights? It's hard. Okay. And um, so I've started working night shift in April. So it's been almost a year. Okay. Yeah. Last April. And it it's a lot harder than I thought with, um, gaining weight. And I would, you know, I would eat the same foods. I still prep my food. I eat the same foods. I just do it at night and maybe eat a little less because I move less because I'm not as busy at night. So I don't walk as much at work. Um, and it's hard. It's, a completely different rhythm for your body. And I've really started doing a lot of research about it because, you know, I gained five pounds and I'm like, I I don't get it. I'm eating less. I'm eating healthy. I, yeah, I move less because I used to run in the mornings before work. And it's, yeah. it's just different now. Yeah. Um, I move less, but I'm still, my doctor's like, well, eat healthy and get some exercise. I do all that. I, that's yeah. none of that has changed. I don't eat crap at night. I don't do, you know, go in the break room, go to the vending machines. I don't do any of that. I stay on my same yeah. thing. It's just the rhythm of your body. And it really made me realize how important sleep is. Yeah. And being sleeping at nighttime in the dark. And having that circadian rhythm of your body, really your body's not meant to be awake at night and it's taken, you know, it's kind of a journey and I'm still working on that because I've really, um, just really started like digging into it more about what can I do because this isn't going away. This isn't going to change. So I need to figure out how to live with it, but it's, it's hard. It's definitely harder. Has COVID had really any big effect on it either? No, not really, because working in healthcare, I didn't, my life didn't change. I still went to work every day. Yep. So yeah, in the beginning we were home more, um, you know, like didn't go out, didn't go out on the weekends and that kind of stuff. But it, for the most part, my life didn't change. Yeah. And then when do you run now since you work nights? What time do you like to run? So (laughs) I run a lot less. Um, I, I tend to run more on my days off. Sometimes on the weekends I meet my friends and I'll run right after work because they're just getting up. So I come home, I'll run with them and then come home and go to bed. Yeah. Um, that works best because getting up and then getting my butt out the door to run, that's more of a mental thing. Yeah. Um, and I go, I've been running more on the treadmill. Like I'll go to the gym and run on the treadmill because just it's easier. It's yeah. there. You know, I don't have to worry about like, I'm used to running 
in the wee hours of the morning in the dark, but I don't know. In the evening in the dark, it's different for some reason. Yeah. Mentally, it's different. Um, and there's more cars out. There's more traffic out. Where in the morning, there's no one really around. Yeah. So I just feel it's safer yeah. to go there. So I'm definitely running less. Um, just trying to figure it out. I'm still, you know, my fellow night shift people that have done it forever. Like it'll take you three to four years to adapt. I'm like, great. <laughs> I don't want to wait for that. No. And then back to that instant gratification. No, I want it now. Yes. I, want it. I want this now. I, I, and they're like, well, that's not how it works. And I'm like, no. And then I think back, like I wasn't a morning person. I started running in the mornings six, seven years ago okay. because the girls I started running with ran at five 30 in the morning. So I started doing oh. that. And then when we decided to start running during the week, it gradually, the time got moved back. We were starting at 4.00 AM. Wow. And that's a, that's a thing, you know, that's not an easy, that's almost like getting working half of a night shift. Yeah. So it took me years to make myself do that. So I figure, okay, it is going to take me years to get used to this as well. I just don't want to wait for it. Yeah. You know, back to the cycle, (laughs) back to it. Yeah. But I'm just trying to be patient and just trying to give myself grace and figure it out and just, yeah. Kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And do you plan to stay on night shift for a while? Yeah. Okay. Yes. This will be the end. Unless I leave this position, which I don't plan on doing it, I will. This will be my end of career. And I guess you having even that mindset too, you'll make the adjustable changes needed. And then, yeah, hearing from people who've been working night shift for so long. (laughs) Yep. You'll get there. I just... I just find that crazy. So as, so I was a certified nursing assistant for a little while okay. and I would do evenings and then with COVID, sometimes I would, you know, get mandated to do nights and right. not my favorite. Yeah. It's a different thing. You yeah. have to. Yeah. 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 So I give you so many props, <laughs> even still Thank being you. in the healthcare field, so many props, but, um, we'll go on to our Next serious question. I don't know why I keep going seriousness. <laughs> it's what happened with my last interview. I kept calling all the serious questions, serious questions. <laughs> They're not super serious, but <laughs> so yeah. How has your fitness and wellness routine evolved over time? I think we did kind of touch on it, but do you have anything more to kind of add to that? Um, yeah, it definitely, I mean, I still, I would say do the same things, but just kind of in a different way. Um, yeah. I do it more on my own now. I used to take a lot of classes, um, which is great because I think they that pushes you harder yeah. than you will push yourself. Um, I do a lot of on-demand videos that I do at home. I really like to work out at home. Um, I think for me, it's it's different things. Like I know I go to Pilates classes in the mornings and I know like if I didn't have that scheduled, I wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. So a lot of it, you have to find what works for you. Some people can't work out at home. They're not going to do it. 
they need that appointment. They need to meet someone. They need to get out of the house. For me, I like it because I don't, I can just roll out of bed or before I go to bed or whatever, and I can do it. And I have it right here. I like the mix of it. I, you know, went through a phase where I'm like, I'm not running on a treadmill. Why would I want to do that? I can just (laughs) go out my door and it's right here. I was with you there. Now I'm kind of on the other side where I'm like, yeah, I'd rather be on the treadmill where I can watch TV and I'm sick of running outside boring now. You know, I think you just, it changes and you have to just be open to finding what works for you and know what worked for you last week might not work for you now. And that constant variety of it. And your body needs that as well, because your body gets used to what you do. And if you do the same thing over time, you're only using those same muscles and injuries have changed it as well. Like I've had a lot of injuries from running and it's like, yeah, you can't just run. It's going to ruin your body. You have to do other things to compensate. So I think it's just how I feel and what more mentally what works for me mentally now, because it's a mental game for the most part. Yeah. And those are such good points where running is mainly just overcoming your own mind. Yes. You're capable of doing it. Oh yeah. You you? do it. But if you, you're telling yourself, I'm not a runner, then you're not a runner. Yeah. Just that's how you're in the cult or not. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. This one's one of my favorites, but where do you see yourself in one year from now in your journey? Um, I would just like to be in a nice, I don't know what the right word is, uh, level, just, I I don't want to be like, oh, I need to lose weight or all this or all that. I just want to be steady. I just want to be, this is my life. Like not in that, not in that mental game of this is what I need to look like, or this is, I need to lose five pounds or, oh, this, I just want it to be, this is my healthy lifestyle. This is my moderation. This is what works for me and just not be so hard on myself. Because it's, I am my own worst enemy yeah. for all of that, for the way I look, or I didn't run this many miles this week, or I didn't go to the gym at all this week, or it, I am my own worst enemy. I know yeah. it's okay to rest. I know I, I need to listen to what I tell other people. <clears throat> Take your own advice. Yes. For one. Absolutely. And find your self-love. Yes. I'm hearing from that. Yes. And you just still every day showing up when you do show up, like, yes, take your rest days. Rest days are so important. I do think we still as a society and even in the fitness industry don't, don't utilize a rest day enough. And even, yeah, just going for a simple walk or whatnot, just getting some form of movement in the day is still so important, but yeah, just don't beat yourself up over the little things. Yes. I think it's so important. And you're right. Hitting the nail on the head. Boom. And my last question for you, what piece of advice do you wish you would have known before starting your journey? um, That you're going to fail, Mm -hmm. not necessarily in a bad way, but that it's 
not going to be a perfect journey. Life is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay because that's that's what it is. And learning how to navigate that in a more healthy way than just be like, oh, I had I ate a whole cake today and now forget it. I'm done. Yeah. Versus just be like, okay, cool. That was great. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. And it took me a lot of years to get over that mindset that it's not all or nothing. Like one bad day does not ruin anything. One bad week doesn't ruin anything. No. You know, and just learning how to navigate it in a more healthy way instead of a more obsessive way. Yeah. I think I would have found this a lot easier. Like I, I have a couple friends that I like their eating is the most healthy, not in the choices they make, but they're like, I'm full, I'm done. And they stop or that just like, I don't diet. I just make healthier choices or, and I, I looked at that, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how do you just stop eating? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what do you mean you're full? Like it's pizza or like, it was like the most intriguing thing to me because I never had that mindset. It was like, Oh, I'm going to eat until I literally explode. Yeah. And then be miserable. And they were just like, no, I'm done. And it, it, what changed for me, it's kind of when it clicked is I'll be having pizza and I have a piece and yeah, I want more, but I told myself, you know, there's always more. Mm-hmm. I can always go get more later. Yeah. It's not like I'm living in a famine where I'm never going to see that again. Yeah. <laughs> and the same with cake or cookies or whatever. Like I love to bake and it's really hard for me because I can't have it around me. Yeah. But I know I can make more. It's and just having that it's really, it's, and it's still hard for me. It's hard. I I'm a binger. I love when I find something I want, I just want to eat it and I won't yeah. stop thinking about it. But just knowing that in most cases, there's always more. It's yeah. So it's not going to be the last time you ever have that. And if I'm like on an exotic trip somewhere and I think I'm never going to have that again, then I'll let myself Indulge and have extra because I'm like, this is the last time. But if it's chocolate cake, that yeah, it's just knowing it's gonna you're gonna find it again. It's not the last time you'll ever see that. Enjoy it and move on. And I I wish I would have known that because it was always to me, it was more obsessive. It was like, I gotta eat it. I don't want them to get the last piece. I gotta have the last yeah. piece. I gotta eat all the cookies before the kids come home from school because then they're gonna eat them all and I'm not <laughs> gonna get any more. You know, it's just <laughs> I wish I just would have had a more less obsessive yeah. look at it. That is such a good point to make because I think a lot of women, especially. And I know that's something I used to struggle with as well was just overeating and yeah. Thinking, Oh, I'm never going to like maybe have this again or yeah, no, those are such good points to make, but also thinking too now, yes, have it, have it in moderation, 
And then I like the point that you made where, oh, if you're on a trip and like, yeah, you're having something like super exotic that you're not going to have again. Okay. Yeah. Have a little bit more. You're not going to have it again. You should treat yourself. We're living life to enjoy, enjoy doing what's around us, enjoying the food, enjoying the little things and not being so obsessive. I think, yeah, that's just such a good point to make. And I know being a woman in our our mentality sometimes we get a little, uh, yes. little obsessive. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Allie, that is it that I, that I have to ask you. Thank you so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure. And I loved our conversation, some new points, some more things that I've learned. That's another thing. And what I love about this podcast is just learning more from everybody on the podcast and just this community that I'm starting to create. And yeah. I don't know. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. I loved amazing. it. Amazing. 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 Mm-hmm. going to give it a couple seconds. Cause now we're done. <laughs> awesome. no, thank you so, so much. Yeah. yeah thank you, you. If you know of anybody else too, that wants to do the podcast in the link in my bio, I have a little, um, Google form too, for people to fill okay. out. If you know of anybody that would love to join the more, the merrier. I love talking awesome. to people. I love. Yeah. Thank you okay. so much for the points that you had. And especially awesome. um, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I am 44. Okay. I'm going to tell you, so I'm, I'm 24 and my mom is turning 41 tomorrow. Oh, So, <laughs> so just kind of funny, <laughs> but no, thank you for yeah. your perspective on things too. And being more in that like middle range of our community right now. So I appreciate that so much. Cause I want to yeah, have the right range. And like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say too much like about my kids, but yeah, my, my stepdaughters, you know, it's a, it's a thing like they're 10, almost 11 and 13 mm-hmm. and it's, and they get a lot of negative talk from their mother yeah. about their weight because they're more on the heavier side. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard, you know, they get it from there. They get kind of what I got as a kid. Yeah. My mom, but they get it at school, you yeah. know, and they come home. Well, I just want to be skinny. And it's like, that's, that's not number one. That's not yeah. a goal that you want to have, but it's hard to look at what they eat and to change and to change. And it's one of the things like what I say to myself, I got it from my mom. Like my mom taught me how to starve myself. That's scary. I, and yeah, my mom did the same thing to herself before too. And so like, luckily that's something I didn't get into anyway. Sorry. Continue. But like, I understand like where you're coming from, but it's, and I'm very careful about what I say Yeah, around, like I'll say stuff to my boys because they're older and they're like boys and it's, (laughs) yeah, it's different with boys. And they're like, mom, you're not fat, whatever. Get over it. I'm very careful about what I say around the girls. Yeah do things differently because I don't want them to have that because I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels like to be in school and not wear the same clothes as everyone else. Yeah, And, and it is, it's a different trying to teach that because they still get it. It's still, that's not going away. That skinny culture, unfortunately, it's a little bit, it's better than when I was in school, Yeah, but it's not it's still not great. Girls are mean. I mean, yeah. And then I don't think it helps. Like I know I was growing up around social media too. And 
Right. I don't it's- think that helps at all. Like, don't get me wrong. I had a little bit of a social media cleanse too, before I even restarted all of my platforms to kind of create more of a business and a positive yeah. platform. Like I wanted to close my college chapter. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Close right. College yeah. chapter. Time and place for college. Oh yeah. Girls will be there too at one point, hopefully. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's what I, you know, thank God there was no social media when I was younger. Like me and my girlfriend say all the time, like, oh my God, can you yeah. imagine? Like we have photos that we took with a camera and we're like, I'm glad those are buried somewhere. Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. might pull that out. There are some but photos you- of mine. I'm glad they did not and make it on the like social media. Crazy. And I'm like, can you imagine? But that's what they're dealing with. And yeah. that's what we get snippets of on their Instagram. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, no. Yeah. Get, you know, it's just a different way to grow up. It's yeah. and everything's Photoshop. You know, mm-hmm. I look at pictures of myself that I took two years ago. And I'm like, God, I wish I was at that space now. But I'm like, I think I like edited that a little bit. So that's <laughs> Not exactly. And I'm doing it to myself. It's my own picture of my own. Yeah. Self. And I'm like, you know, I think I put that like structure filter really tight. So my muscles were more cut. I don't think I really look like that, <laughs> but it still beats it. myself up in the head. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's rough, you know, we but- live in such a crazy society. And then for women, cause how you said too, how you were on both ends of the spectrum of being a little bit bigger and yep. then pretty skinny. Like it's interesting how, and I had another conversation with someone too, where they had the same thing. Like if you're too big, people will be like, Oh, maybe you should skip, skip that meal or yeah. But then if you're too skinny, like, Oh, maybe you should eat a cheeseburger. Like, Oh yeah. There's, win. Had it, you know, I've always been conscious. I've always been on the yeah. next fat diet or whatever. And I remember working with women <laughs> that were really overweight and they'd be like, you don't need to, you don't need to eat like that. If I look like you, I would eat whatever I wanted. And it's like, but that doesn't you wouldn't look like me because then you would get, you know, yeah. you don't understand that it takes a lot of work to stay where you're at. Maintenance is yeah. harder than anything. Yeah. Maintenance like is that the hardest stage. Is the hardest and they don't understand, but it's always like, God, go, you need to eat more. And my, my ex-in-laws used to say that like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't eat this or you don't eat that. And I just, no matter, I was either too skinny or too fat, no matter where I was, no one ever yeah. said, oh, you look great. It was always eat this or, oh, I can't believe you're eating that. You don't. Yeah. Think- like why can't that's that's so toxic and it is and that's what you that's what you listen to all the time and you you get it no matter where and it's and it's funny because I've been you know 20 pounds lighter than I am now and I've been 30 pounds heavier (laughs) than I am now and I never think I look great no matter where I'm at yeah always can be smaller so it's just you know, you get to that goal and then you're like, well, maybe yeah. I can get a little bit smaller. Maybe. Wow. That was good. Maybe I can get down to that. And it's just, you've got to change that, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when that's all you've ever known. So it's really the last five, seven years have really been more of the mental journey yeah. and just embracing it. And yeah. Find self 
but it's, it's hard. It's hard to say nice things to yourself. It really is. And that's where I'm at now. Just like you got to be nice to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Hard though. Well, no. And hearing you saying you've heard those things all of your life. It, yeah, it makes sense. Like rewiring your brain to just think differently and just be more positive. And then I hope you're able to bring that, which I'm sure you will bring that to your stepdaughters. And oh yeah. And it's like, I wish I talked to me. Like I talked to them because I'm like, yeah. You're fantastic. That number doesn't define you. Who yeah, cares? No. Like, let that no, it go doesn't. Because and it's don't be a slave to like their mom will make them get on the scale every week. And I'm like, no. Yes. I'm I, like, see that? No. Oh, I my Siri is getting up. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. we're not we're doing, doing that. that. No, I don't agree with that. Um, where was it going with my train of thought? But yeah, no, and if you even want like to have your, your stepdaughters, like see my profile, like I want my plat, my platform to be showing like strength over like being skinny. Yeah. Like being a strong woman, being a strong, confident woman is the kind of platform that I want to give out to anybody and even just posting about healthier foods and stuff. And just, just more of a holistic approach to everything going on. And I hope that is what I'm kind of, I hope that's what you're seeing as well too. And yeah, and I want to be a a more positive role model for these younger women as well. And because we're all here together and the scale doesn't define you. And I mean, I know I, I mean, you've probably seen my picture. She's like, I, I'm fortunate enough that I've always just kind of been a smaller woman, a smaller, uh, genetic wise, like both my, my real mom, real dad, tiny people. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I was blessed with a high metabolism too, but then I understand other people's struggles. Like even I have a sister who my stepsister, but she's, she struggled with anorexia and still mm-hmm. is for a long time too. And even trying to navigate that and help her with that of what are healthier ways to help yep. talk about it. And right. kind of makes funny videos about it now too, which I am yep. happy. She's starting to just kind of joke about it more. And she's, yeah doing what she can with it. And, and then like two, you can only push people so much to right. it's yeah. Finding it's the healthy to come from inside. Exactly. But anyways, yep. I will let you go, Allie. All Thank right. you so, so much. Thank for you. With me today. I have angel now, angel, tell us about yourself a little bit. Where are you from occupation? Little fun fact. Okay. So, um, my name is angel Shear. I am, uh, from Gaylord, Michigan. Um, I've lived here almost my whole life. I left for two years and then came back. Um, but so I've lived here a long time. I uh, grew up, it's like a small town and everyone knows everybody and I know everyone. <laughs> um, I'm married. We've been married for 11 years and I have a dog. His name is Teddy, two cats and 10 chickens. We love and, chickens. <laughs> uh, yes. Although my husband... He, he wants to get rid of them, but that's okay. It, it was, it was a little hobby for him, like three, what was it three or four years ago now, but, and now he's just a little busier. So now I end up taking care of the chickens and I'm not, not, I mean, I don't mind it, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind the eggs that they produce. I love them, but, <clears throat> uh, going out and 
cleaning the coop is not my favorite thing. <laughs> That's fair. But but my grandparents have chickens. And so, yeah, the egg part is nice. I don't mm-hmm. want to know what else they do <laughs> to keep them clean. Uh, it's a, it's, I, I just, you know, it's a process. It's not my thing. It's a process. <laughs> it's just not my thing. I'm, I would, I supported his like little hobby. Yeah. So I work at Starbucks and um, part-time my husband and I own a DJ business and <clears throat> let's see, what else do we do? I work, um, I do a couple just up odds and end jobs just to stay busy, make a little extra money. So that's, that's me in a nutshell, basically. And what's a fun fact about yourself? Oh, shoot. A fun fact. That's all right. <laughs> um, no, you're fine. I, fun facts. Fun fact. I have a, um, 14 brothers and, well, there's 14 total kids in our family. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's a fun fact, but it's kind of an interesting fact. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's a family, a big family. Yeah. A village yeah. family. <laughs> it so it's a it's it's a complicated thing, but it's it's interesting. It's fun, and it's a, makes for a big, big fun times gathering together. You know. So. Yeah, and you probably were not bored very much growing up either. You always had someone to kind of hang out with, and yeah, for the most part, the, for the most part, my um my oldest, my older brother. So me, my younger sister, and my younger brother were the youngest three. So my oldest, the older brother, um, ran, he's nine years older than me. So that was like a big, that was a big jump. So <clears throat> when I was in like high school, they were all, out, They, I mean, they, I think when I was seven or eight, they were all like leaving, you know, the house and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Was it kind of like two, like, yeah, there's one group that, that older kind of group, they're all moving out now. Then you guys are moving up, going to high school finally. And then yes. you're out like that kind yes. of thing. Yes. That's crazy. That's basically what it was. Yeah. That's crazy. By the time my little brother was in high school, my mom was like, I- I'm done raising kids. <laughs> I mean, well, she, and she raised nine of them. There was five others that my dad had from a different marriage that we don't okay. see a ton, but yeah. Anyway. I just give your mom so many props to like just her body and just how much stress that puts on it too. Like being a woman is not easy. It's not, it's, it's not. not easy. No, no, it's not. So I don't know. yeah, it's bless not your easy. mom. Just bless <laughs> your mom. But all right. I'll get into our main questions here for the episode. So okay. when did you start your wellness journey? Um, uh, I really, uh, it's been a lifestyle thing. Well, not a lifestyle. It's been a lifelong journey for, for many, 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 many years. Cause I've been overweight my whole, I'm been overweight and unhealthy my whole life. Um, but it was, um, last year in, well, it was the end of 2020 beginning. It was, it was November 30th, 2020 is when I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I just, there was something that clicked. There was something that, um, something just in me that was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm counting my, I started out counting my calories 
And then my goal was just to count my calories. Um, I take some uh, natural supplements. So taking my supplements every day um, and, and then drinking, I was planning on drinking a gallon of water a day and I'm going to do those things. And then four days later, a friend Mm -hmm. of mine was like, um, she started this like group and and she was like, for 21 days, let's do blank. And so I messaged her and I was like, well, what are you, what is this 21 days thing? I'm like, what do you have to do? And literally everything that she was doing was the same thing that I was doing, except for she had in there, add in 30 minutes, 30 to 60 minutes of exercise a day. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I could do that. So I, um, basically I just, but four days into my journey, like my, I'm like, I just started out on my own too. I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna, like, at first I was like, I'm not telling anybody, but, but then it became this like thing. Like I started posting every single day on social media because it, it kept me accountable yeah. for my 21 days of, for my 21 days of like uh, eating well, her group was like changing one thing in your food, mm-hmm. taking your supplements, drinking your water and doing 30 to 60 minutes a day. So I started out simple, 30 minutes, yeah. walking on the treadmill, whatever, um, and just doing the things. And then so I started posting it on social media just to kind of like keep myself accountable. And then it just it just became this like weird motivational inspiration kind of thing. Like, I mean, I post now and if I don't post for a while, not that, I mean, if I don't post for a while though, people will message me on the side and they're like, mm-hmm. are you okay? <laughs> like how, how's things going? You know, I haven't seen you post in a while or yeah. whatever. And so it, it's very helpful for me keeping me accountable too as far as, you know, doing the things still. So, yeah. So I started back in November of 2020. Yeah. And like just the community that you're forming with your page too, like, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they love seeing what you're posting and it's even helping them, keeping them motivated, accountable. And, and I think, yeah, that's just a beautiful thing that we're creating on online, which I never thought we would do, but it helps us reach more people. And I know. I know I play here. <laughs> I, I, I like, I'll get messages. Like the other day I posted, I post the good, the bad. I, and, yeah. and when I'm struggling, I post when I'm struggling. I post when I'm having good days. I, my mom's best friend was like, she messages me and she's like, Angel, please don't stop posting. Even if you're having a bad day, she goes, it, it encourages me so much yeah. when you post even on your bad days or even on the days that are the most struggle to do xyz or whatever yeah and she's like don't stop she goes because because you haven't stopped like it helps encourage me to keep going and I get and I've been getting random messages like that all the time like you're such an inspiration like I started walking because of you or something like that and I'm like wow like I was just doing this for myself. Like, honestly, like taking care of myself and it, and it's, 
and it's been so helpful for other people and encouraging for other people that it's just, it's really warmed my heart, you know, like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just been fun. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of interesting too. And I feel like maybe you relate to this being from a small town in Michigan as well. Like I feel this is not something we, that people normally do. And I know up in my area, especially being a little bit more rural than yours, mm-hmm. like this is not something that we normally do. And so trying to get out of that box and yeah, inspiring someone across the country, across the world, like it's insane. And it's yes. a weird at first, but then it's like, it's nice. And I love yeah. connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm already just going to geek out again. Cause I just love this. I love the community that we're forming. And like, I love having you on my podcast Any other women out there. Maybe I shouldn't just exclude it to women, but we'll see where this goes at some point right now. It's just for women. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, men. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, you did kind of touch on this question, but I wonder if there's anything more that you want to add. What made you decide to start? Um, well, I was at my heaviest weight. Um, I mean, the pandemic hit, everyone was at home. I Starbucks, I mean, it Starbucks stayed open, but then they, you had options to stay home and blah, blah, blah. And I just was feeling awful and, uh, you know, just, I just was feeling awful. So I yeah. not only, not only physical, like, but mentally and just spiritually everything like it just I just didn't love who I was and I basically yeah I just I just uh, saw some friends you know like and it was slowly it was slowly like I would say July to November it was like this mental working up from okay, I need to do something. I need to like, I need to do something. I mean, in September I had ended up getting an Apple watch and that was helpful for a little while, you know, for a couple of weeks of doing something, but then, you yeah. know, really. And then all of a sudden it was like, we, I was having conversations with family members and like one thing led to another. And I was just like, I'm doing this. Like, Yeah. I don't know if I need to prove it to myself or, oh, also I turned, so November, 2020 in in July, 2021. Mm -hmm. So the next like seven months, I was going to be turning 40 years old. And I like, I am like, no, I'm not. I set a goal that I was going to lose 70 pounds by my 40th birthday. I was like, at least that's something to strive for. It was a big number to, I mean, I know people do have lost more in that time, Yeah, but I, that's, that's kind of what I really just focused on. It's like, okay, my my birthday's coming. I, I need to 40 is not, I mean, I've heard after you hit 40, you know, Sometimes it just, you, it's harder to lose weight. It's all the yeah. things, hormonal things. And yeah, being a so woman, I'm just, <laughs> I know being a woman, but you look good for 40. I'm going to tell you that right now. You, you look good. Like your face, you just look, you look beautiful. And you're, I want to tell you that your fitness goals, you are able to reach these. I believe that you can do that. Sorry. If there's anything else you want to add, I just wanted to no. No, that was fine. That was fine. Slide that in there for you. But um, 
But then, yeah, over this time, how has your fitness and wellness routine evolved over the time? So I went from just walking on the treadmill to, Mm -hmm. um, and counting calories to like, um, oh gosh, it's evolved into a way like in September I started doing, um, lift. I started going to the gym with some friends and well, and actually back it up. Um, you know, I knew a lot of people when I, when I did start my like journey and I, they, everybody was like, and I was losing weight and they're like, what are you doing? So I would tell them and they're like, well, you know, you know, they want to put their two cents in. And I know I probably needed to have like a health coach or, or something to, but I was just doing, I, I started researching and I started doing things and on my Apple watch, you know, um, there was, I signed up for Apple fitness and there's videos that you could do at home, you know, do strength training. They have strength training. They have, this is not a plug for Apple fitness. You can get anything for, you know, yeah. videos, beach body, whatever. But I just loved being able to do hit workouts at home, um, strength training workouts. I, I was a big girl and, and so to, and I didn't move my body a lot. And so, okay, hold on, go lay down. <laughs> Go lay down. Um, I I didn't move my body a lot. And so I needed to start slow, at mm-hmm. least for me. And if there was just something that it was going to be sustainable for me to do a long term, I didn't want to injure myself. Exactly. Um, 10 years ago, like I said, it's been an ongoing years, but like 10, 10 to 15 years ago, I worked out with a friend and we went to the gym and we were like, she was hardcore and that's fine, but I would hurt my, I would end up hurting my back because I, either my form wasn't right or I was lifting too heavy. So then my yeah. form wasn't good, whatever. And it, that happened so fast that I was just like, I would stop. I would get injured. I, I wouldn't go back you know, for months or months or years. And so this time around, I had to make the decision, like, this is going to be different. I'm going to a, if I want a freaking brownie, I'm going to have a brownie. Number yes. one. Don't and be number- restrictive That's no. not on your mental health. No, exactly. And so I'm like, if I want, if I want to have it, have it. And I just made sure that, you know, I, I counted it in my calories. And if I went over the day, I didn't care. Like, yeah, I, you know, you got to give yourself grace. Exactly. And you have to allow those things to happen and, and not moderation. Be- Absolutely. Not every day. Am I going to have five brownies? Yeah. You no, know, whatever. But, but if I'm going to have a brownie one day or have a piece of cake, because I'm going to a birthday party, I'm going to do it. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? You have to. So, exactly. So then I like, I, I'm, I would deal with all of that kind of stuff mentally, giving myself grace. And then I started implementing walking and, um, doing some strength training. Cause I know that, you know, everybody was like, muscle is leaner. So, you know, yeah. When you're just in the process, you don't necessarily want to hear all the things all at once and everybody input what they want to tell you. Yeah. Like it's a process. You have to, uh, you have to evolve. You have to when you, when you tackle one thing, then you become more confident in the next, you know, or to do the next. And so, so, um, I had lost 50 pounds by July. 
So I didn't meet my like goal, but I was super happy with 50 yeah, pounds. Yeah, that's still I, amazing. And you're amazing. doing it in a healthy way too, where you're, you're watching what you're eating, you're getting more physical activity. And like, that's, that's the important part is, are you doing it in a healthy, sustainable way? Right. And so then in like November or no, September, I decided to start doing, um, I was walking every day, but then I started doing strength training with um, some friends. And this is the interesting part because like, I would go to the gym, we would go like every day in September and October, it was like, we were going every day, which is great. But there was no balance for me. Like I'm like, and I had like stopped. I had stopped kind of like watching what I was eating. Like I was still mean, I was still maintaining my weight loss, but I was not, I had plateaued. I was, nothing was working. And I kind of like, whatever. I went through the Christmas season, you know, the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, still working out, still walking. Maybe not as much, kind of took a little mental break even. But I, when I did that, I noticed like I, I didn't work out as much or walk as much. And I was like, I could tell the days that I didn't do it were the days were like the more that I felt, not that I have like um, a down day or depressed day or whatever, but they did, it did affect me mentally. Like you just feel good when you get those things going and all that stuff. So, and anyway, January and February this year have been like, um, really refocusing on like, what are my, what, where am I going in this process? Obviously I still have like weight that I need to lose. I've tried to, I've been trying to get back at like, counting calories, but like, I know that that's not the whole thing. And so I've been really trying to up my protein and like things have been like, I've been doing a ton more research, trying to up my protein. Um, and then I've been trying to be a little bit more strategic as far as like, um, getting in my weights and, you know, like going and lifting, but yet still like, I love to walk like, but, and so if I don't go, if I don't go and work at Starbucks or if I'm not going and ship shopping or doing something, I don't get, I don't get 5,000 steps in, in the day. And so this actually March 1st, I just decided I'm going to, my goal for the month, just something obtainable and helpful is I'm going to get 10,000 steps in in a day. And in order to do that, I've really had to like, okay, well, how am I going to do that? Because I don't work every day. I can't just sit at home on the couch, you know? So my goal has been to walk at least two miles for six days a week, at least six times a week. And, um, it's been super helpful. It's been helpful for me, like just having that little goal to accomplish. I've been posting about it almost every day. Got my two miles in, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I have again, gained a little bit more community of people who are supportive. And I've got this girl who messages me every single day. She's a 60. Uh, she has to be in her late sixties. She has been messaging me every day saying that she walked two miles or four miles today or whatever. And she's just like, I love that. Sweetest thing. I love and that. I, 
Yeah. Yeah. Just women at that age too are just, they're, 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 they're so cute. Like I just, Oh, Oh, I just love it. (laughs) It's been, even on the one day I told her, I said, Hey, I got my two miles in. And she goes, good job, girl. You're doing amazing. Like it was just this, like, I don't know. It was, it's been real. And she's just been, I'll, she'll check in with me before I check in with her. And it's just been really good. Oh, Let's maybe when it warms, maybe when it warms up and it snows melt melts a little, I'll come over to where she lives like an hour away. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's I'll, not bad. Oh, I'm like, maybe I'll come over and uh, walk with you outside. So anyway, she, she was like, I would love that. See, and I love that. And I love like, yeah, you making just a goal that, yeah, you are able to obtain to just help get your motivation back and help get that confidence that community, that's yes. such an amazing way to do it, especially for anyone listening to, if you're struggling, just finding the motivation, just set little goals for yourself to help yeah. with the momentum. Cause those small goals will turn into bigger ones. Yeah. Even taking it just one day at a time, yeah. like one day today, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And if you can do it, when you, if you accomplish it, then it just gives you a little bit more confidence. Like, okay. That wasn't so bad. Exactly. Setting that time aside for yourself is so, so important. Put that investment in yourself, even if it's for 15, 30 minutes a day, even as time progresses, you can add on to it, but just making something obtainable to help get that momentum. Yep. All right. I got another good one for you. Where do you see yourself in one year on your journey? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I haven't even. Um, one year. Well, I would love to be some pounds heavier, or lo- not heavier, lighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We all know what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I do that uh, same thing. That's hilarious. Mixed I would love words. To, I, I mean, I would love to be, geez, one year from today, I would love to be at least 50 pounds lighter or, or more. I yeah. have a lot to lose still. But, um, uh, but I just would like to also be super stronger. So one of those goals that we were talking about in September, um, I, I worked out with a friend. She's a personal trainer. I just can't afford what she costs, but everyone's, but I worked out with her for a week and she asked me what one of my goals was. And my, one of my goals is to actually do a, um, a push-up, mm-hmm. a real push-up on the floor, your whole body in the plant, you know, real push-up. And I can't, I, I can't right now I'm doing incline push-ups, but my goal is to do like a whole set of, you know, like, I don't, to be able to do push-ups, to be yeah. able to be strong enough in my core and upper body to be able to do push-ups, no problem. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's, I, so I guess one, cause I'm still, I can't, I, I try every once in a while, I'll try. I'm working on it, but, um, I do a lot of incline push-ups. And so now I'm like, I'm trying to, at the, at the gym, we have a Smith machine. And so I'm, I, I have it one way and I'm trying to like, take it down yeah. to like, next level and just slowly come down. But I'm doing a ton, like some of my lifting then is more focused on getting stronger, you know, 
in your shoulders and your chest and your core to be able to do those that push up. But anyway, yeah, I would love that. To be no, able and to that do- is such a that is a goal that you can obtain, and you're already doing the steps mm-hmm. to make it a reality. Like, I think some people are even they even struggle to try to do that first, um, that level one, I guess we would call it too, or like say that the Smith machines kind of at a higher yeah. level, but still even just trying to get the movement down, focusing on that movement. Yeah. Your body looks like that's so important. Cause you're already building up yeah. that push up. So no, you yeah. got it. You totally can do this. Yeah. All right. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I got one more good one for you too. Last okay. one. What piece of advice do you wish you had before starting? Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I was thinking, I saw a video the other day about something. Uh, somebody had asked a question to somebody and I was like, I don't even know. Like, I guess it's the big thing that I, I guess the big thing that I keep playing over, I don't know if it's advice or if it's just something that just keeps playing over and over and over is in my head is you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Like, because you're working, like you're working on yourself. And that really is all that matters is you are making the time you are taking the initiative and you are bettering yourself and anything that you do, whether it's a 20 minute walk, a 10 minute strength video training, whatever, you're bettering mm-hmm. yourself to be a better person, a better you physically, mentally, all the things that it's okay. And just because it doesn't come fast enough, don't beat yourself up for it. Because I think I, I know recently I've been just like, really like, I've been having to remind myself, like, Mm -hmm. don't beat yourself up. You, you don't have to be your, your worst critic. I mean, we are, but it's okay where you're at. Like you're, I don't know. It's, it's just been really interesting, but I don't know if that's advice, but I mean, advice I would have needed, but I think it's advice I'll give somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a good reminder in general and something we, we do forget. I know mm-hmm. I forget and I forget yeah. to trust the process and even thinking on. So those plans that are like super fast weight loss or like whatever, you know, those aren't honestly sustainable. Right. Because sure you could lose the weight like, like that, but you can easily get it back just like that. Absolutely. So, No, what you're doing, I think is beautiful. What you just said is beautiful. Like you're doing what you need to do to get down and down your weight in a healthy way that is sustainable. Yep. Yep. And, and give yourself the, uh, give yourself grace. Like, and, um, well, I was talking with a friend the other day and she was, we were just talking and she was like, I guess the one big thing that I would recommend to anybody when they start their weight loss journey is to take, um, well, when you take some video of you lifting your first, like lifting your first weights, cause I feel bad that I didn't do that Yeah. because now with lifting certain weights, like 
those small little things or taking pictures of yourself, even though it might be very uncomfortable in front of the mirror or having like take your pictures because even if it's once a week or every day, even like you can see the progression. It's a weird thing to see that progression come. Um, and and like, I'll try to find pictures of like certain poses so I can like, I love to see a good side by side where it's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, it, those little things are way more encouraging than what you see on the scale. Number one. Yes. Um, and basically on the scale, because we all use the scale as like, like the thing, like, oh yeah. my gosh, the weight is not falling off, but let me just say that picture that I just took two days ago versus three weeks ago, it is like something is happening in your body that you don't see and the scale doesn't show. Exactly. Don't focus so much on the numbers, focus on your personal development and even just how, how do you feel? Yep. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Well, Angel, this was a pleasure and thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. Me today we have Miss Gisela. Now, Gisela, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Your occupation? A little fun fact. All right. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you know this venture that you are allowing me to be a part of. And of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um. So my name is Gisela. You could call me G too if you feel it's a little hard to say my name. Um, I am from Los Angeles, California, sunny, cold, all at once. (laughs) Um, And I am a personal chef. I went to school for culinary and I love to work out. How do you think, how do you think I got this big so far? (laughs) I've been almost two years of consistent working out not missing a day in my regimen and it feels great. I know that it takes a long time and being patient is so hard. (laughs) Being patient is so hard, but um, I feel that I've passed the peak of it being hard now. It's just like we're on, what is it? Cruise control. (laughs) We're on cruise control. um, What's the word that I'm even trying to think of? Um, The dedication. Right, right, right. Is that even, it really is even on the days you don't want to. Uh (laughs) That was me today. (laughs) I think that's me every day, sadly. (laughs) It's like every day I don't want to. (laughs) In the back of the mind, we don't really want to go, but we're going to feel bad if we don't. No, and it it really is like you feel great after. That's the, the thing that hooks me. Like it makes me, you know, it pushes me, but it hooks me knowing that I feel great after. And like, that is what I want all the time. Exactly. Just like a natural good addiction. Yes. Good addiction. Yes. We can have good things that are officially labeling fitness and like working out and healthy eating as a healthy addiction. (laughs) And a little, (laughs) little fun fact about yourself. Okay. So a little fun fact about me. Oh my God. I have Okay, I guess <laughs> you may not know this, but I can juggle. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know. I, how I, I love juggling. I don't know what it is, but I get really like 
into watching. Yeah, I can't. Okay, can't do more than three things at a time. But um, it, it's like a family trait. Um, it's a family trait. Everybody yeah. knows how to. My brother and my mom can like juggle together while they're like handing off each other's <laughs> juggles. I don't know. It's, it's crazy, but I finally learned to juggle, and now when I get the chance, I just you know. Just a little. Yeah. New fun fact. You can genetically inherit juggling. Yes. G has proven that you can inherit juggling. (laughs) I love that so much. It's just a random thing that I. Yeah. No, and I love it. That's why I love throwing in that. What's a little fun fact about yourself? (laughs) It's just whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say. Yes. Everyone loves him, but everyone's going to love hearing this. And I already know that. (laughs) But all right, we'll get into our serious. Not super serious, but serious questions. <laughs> when did you start your wellness journey? So I have always been, I can say for the past eight years, I've always had a membership to the gym, right? Yeah. But in the prior six years or so, I wasn't really dedicated. Like I would go, but I one from where I am right now to where I was back then, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't, you know, targeting certain muscle groups. I wasn't, I just, I was everywhere. I was almost scatter, scatterbrained with the whole gym thing. Like I would go, but I wasn't seeing any results. Like, and I was also very, uh, you know, newly 21. So I was drinking a lot of alcohol at the time. Didn't even know how I would, affect me mm-hmm. and I think the alcohol had a lot to oh do. yeah it's an early 20s thing I think because believe yes. me I, I was there <laughs> and I feel like if you don't catch yourself in your early 20s uh-huh. it's gonna be even harder when you, as old as you get older to kind yeah. of nap into a um routine or just you know that thing that you were you know but like a cycle like I'm yeah of course there's healthy ways to drink. Like there's healthy routines. That's maybe an episode we can go in on in more detail. There's healthy ways to drink, but I even think too, if you think about let's even, for example, the college lifestyle, I think that even introduces people in their early twenties to an unhealthy alcohol Yes, possible lifestyle because of the sweet drinks and the the binge drinking. Like you know, everybody's like, I want to participate in shots before now I'm like one shot and I'm a cheers five times with the same shot because I am just I can't hang like that anymore I'm just a little lick of the alcohol because I just can't just shoot it back behind you someone gets (laughs) (laughs) they'll clown on me if I do that (laughs) you just do it like secretly like (laughs) yeah it's good because they're probably already too drunk to realize it (laughs) <laughs> um, no, so it, it was like a lot of alcohol, definitely inconsistency. Yeah. Um. So now two years, um, well, a year and seven months or yeah. so, or eight months coming up. Um, I do feel that I did, you know, strap down on the kind of regulating on my eatings or mm-hmm. if I was going to eat something unhealthy per se, like milk, chocolate. Now I do like 100% cacao just because it's not more so like how it 
it's not what the ingredients are in there. It's like what the taste is. And I'm going for a chocolate taste. So yeah, you just have to compromise too. It's a lot of compromising when you're doing like a journey with health and fitness. You have to try things that might affect your body in a good way, but you're going to miss those things that you really, really like. Like I love hot Cheetos. I'm Latina. I love hot Cheetos. (laughs) Like I like, even now that I don't Those are the best Cheetos. (laughs) Yeah. And even now that I don't eat them like that, I still love them because I know that before I really love them and I'm not going to hate on them just because I'm not eating them. Yeah. But I know that they're probably not the best thing to eat. Yeah. really like want to create chips I get you know healthy chips or like I snack on other things that are healthier or you know I'll make something that's gonna just fill in the void but yeah and I think that people always like it's hard because you have to get creative because it could get boring you know yeah and I was curious too you being a chef have you found like a healthier or created a healthier um dupe to hot Cheetos Um, you know what? So I think that I, with the hot Cheetos, what, what it was, was what it was, was, (laughs) (laughs) we get you, but it really was, uh, I craved the spice. That's what I, it wasn't the chip for me. It was the, you know, so I craved the spice. So I, now I know when I craving that spice. So now what I do is I make like, um, spicy habanero salsa. You know, something that's going to kick, that's going to give me like that burn, but it's healthier. It's not all the preservatives. It's not all the artificial coloring. It's just to me. And a healthy chip to go with it. You know, all the other natural. Yeah. Maybe a healthy chip or even like maybe a veggie to go with it then. Black seed tortilla chip. Yeah. So even like those little things like, yes, I may... I mean, like, you know, go a little overboard with it, but I, I, it's not hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like, yeah. And you know, with Sahin, same thing, spicy, you know, gives that sour, but it's not candy. It's not. Yeah. It's and it's not other, like another, you know, just it's like that. It's very, it's hard because you don't think you can do it. Exactly. You do it. Or you don't think you have the time, but then or you make the time. But then you just make some time. Or you don't think that you can come up with something so good or that something can taste so good because you're so used to something else. Exactly. We got to break that stigma. Because you, know, <laughs> yes. you can make a better for your body even dupe of whatever you're craving. And yes. even I love how you just were mindful in figuring out what the actual like cause of that craving was. Like it was just the spice. You wanted yeah, the spice. It was the spice. Which makes so much sense. Like I like spicy foods as well. And yeah, not reaching for like an unhealthy spice option. Think of something else. You're gonna have to send me that salsa recipe. Yeah, no. I want to try it now. It's kind of spicy. I kind of had to um, take it back a notch because one time I was just like, oh, Harper. <laughs> Girl, I love spice and I got some tubs in the cupboard. But it felt I'm fine. So good. <laughs> I'm fine. Harper, I don't care. It yeah, is no, I'm, I'm like Harper. Okay, I can for this one moment, but no, I'll send you the recipe for sure. Perfect. All right, what made you decide to start this journey? Um, I felt like I always, um, I've always been athletic per se, um, but I think that I've always wanted to be the 
my best athletic healthy self mm-hmm. and I just because of the time that I wanted to do that and then you know with me being younger and I wasn't prioritizing yeah so I felt like now that I've learned more and I've kind of pulled back I can you know really zone in on like fitness and learning the exercises and actually being aware and mindful of like what I'm learning, what helps what, because if what the, even I can tell you, I had my membership for so long, but even then I didn't even know what a Romanian deadlift was. I was like, well, yeah. like, why does this sound like I need to go to Italy or I need to go to <laughs> Europe? Let's go. Not here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, well, you know, I did, I had to, study I had to study I had to learn and um I think that that's the best part just the it never stops yeah I'm always learning something whether it's a new recipe new exercise yeah form um it's like levels like you just continue unlocking all these gems you know put them in your toolbox and I love that because we should be consistently learning and And um, I think it's healthy you always learn yeah you're always evolving. And I wanted to ask you too, like, what were some things that you used to learn? Like certain, um, like how to do certain lifts or like looking at your form. I feel like I'm kind of asking this a little so funny. Definitely but. recording myself is like a number. That's number yeah. one. Record yourself because that when you look back, there is the way that you see yourself is different from when you're in in your body it's a different perspective so definitely recording yourself just so you can see your form yeah and then being like trying the same thing that you're watching and then really muscle mind connection I I like to practice muscle mind connection so I kind of know okay next time I'm gonna do this like I'm gonna go a little more forward on my on my like um you know whatever it is or I'm gonna be a little more 90 degrees or I'm gonna you know yeah push more from so I kind of like it recording myself unlocks me practicing my form and yeah even that can be tough I know for me at first I normally don't like looking at myself back or like even listening to recordings and a little funny fact like I did a podcast one time before a while ago Mm -hmm. I did not listen to the podcast until maybe a half a year later because I did not like hearing myself yeah (laughs) Oh, wow. No, I, I, you know what? I can't. I've overcome that fear. It's and like anyone that thing that you can. cringe, yeah, you cringe when you hear your voice. You're like, oh, I sound like that. <laughs> That's not how I think I sound, but exactly. It's like the same thing. It's like the way that you look is probably not the way that you feel when yeah. you're doing that motion. So, um, especially when you work out, let's say you're trying to do glutes, but then you're like going in on your quad and you're like, why? Yeah, I'm trying to be and I'm working. So it's definitely uh, recording myself. Another thing that I did um, do and that helps me a lot is like saving posts on Instagram that like that's why I do what I do, too, because I want to be able to help other people, too. Like, let's say, you know, um, they need help or whatever it is. Honestly, I don't go on Instagram. Like, I'm going to look for this exact thing. I yeah. Just, what I like, what ha- happens to come by on my explore. Yeah. And I save the things that I'm like, oh, this can help me. You yeah. Know, oh, a new thing. Like, let me see, like, 
you know, if it, if it works, because again, not everything is going to work. Everybody's different. Everybody exactly. differently. So you really have to just, it's trial and error. Yeah. And yeah. more great tips. I know I do the same exact thing on Instagram too. If I like someone's workout, like I'll save it, mm-hmm. try it for later or a new variation. That they've came up with is saving Saving the post. Saving things. Yes. It's the same on TikTok too. Like I love saving. I save a lot of ab routines because I like to mix up my ab routines all the time. But um, I can get into our next serious question. Go ahead, go ahead. How has your fitness and wellness routine evolved over time? Ooh. Okay. Well, I think I think for sure my confidence. That is number one right now. We love that. That's the whole reason we do it. Yeah, it's my confidence. I am not. Um, there might be somebody. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I think for sure it is my confidence because it it took a long time to get here. You know, when you first start, you almost feel like you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> as sad and sad and morbid as that sounds, yeah. it does feel like that. It feels like why am I doing all of this and I am not getting anywhere? And it's funny because somebody just asked me, you know, how long did it take for you to notice any changes? And um, I was like, wow, like I've never really thought about it, but thinking about it, it took me these two years to see something like to see a change. Like, Oh, wow you know, you're, you're doing something like you're toning, you're, you're now progressing past, like, you know, when you're losing weight or you're trying to tone and you just feel like you don't see any striation, you don't see anything. Now I can be like, okay, like, oh girl, like, you know, I gave myself a pat on the back because (laughs) it takes a long time and you know, your own body as well. So yeah, you're gonna notice every single detail in yourself. So I feel like that my confidence really is something that this journey has helped a lot because people can can perceive you as you being good looking or confident or having it all together, but you don't know what people are really going through or how they actually feel about their body. Yeah, and it's amazing how you've continued this journey for going on two years now. Cause I know like you're going to see a lot of the major results in that first month, maybe two months of working out, especially lifting, but then you do hit a plateau and that's where you need to just be consistent with it and keep going. And then, so yeah, like going on two years later, you'll see those results and even not just the physical results, but the mental. Yeah, no. And, and it's, it's, it's really hard because, um, when I, when I started my, like my whole serious journey, I'm yeah. calling it a serious, the serious yes. part. Of the serious last chapter. <laughs> seven months. Um, it'll be two years in July. Wow. Um, I really had to just zone in on what is it? What are my goals? Because yeah. you, know, you meet, you meet goals and then it's like, what's next? It's never just like, I'm like you said, like you can't just plateau and that's it. Like this is it. You know, now that I feel I'm at uh, my body's plateau now, I'm like, okay, I need to take supplements. I need to learn about creatine possibly, you know, other, um, other types of, of, um, supplements that can help me grow my muscles more because I don't want to stay like this. Like I like it, but I, 
you know, now I crave, I'm craving more, not in a bad way. Like I'm craving more tone. I'm craving more muscle, more mass, more definition. Yeah. And I can only, my body is only going to let me go so Yeah. So much. I would also add strength in there for you too. Yes, you yes. want to be strong women. Yes, we want to be strong. We want strong to be women. strong. And it's funny because things that I felt that weren't that were heavy before are now like, oh, like that was yeah, easy. yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I can do this. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm really happy that I like the gyms opened up because you know I started mid pandemic. No gyms were opening up when I started. I was just at home, mostly on my jump rope. Um, mostly on my jump rope doing what I can. I had bought bands off of Amazon, like those, yeah. you know, those really rubber band, like the stretchy rubber bands. Yeah. I, um, I just bought like a whole bunch of things for working out at home, except for the actual weight. Yeah. You have like one pair of thirties and that's it. So it was just those thirties and that was all I was doing. So when it, I like the gym opened up a year and a half later. I was like, oh, yes, like now I can learn how to weight train and actually like start weight training and building yeah. more because I had almost slimmed down. And then now it's like, okay, now it's go time. Like, yes, yeah. that's your advantage to kind of learn more about weights. Don't be afraid to add weights because I'm, I'm also scared because I go alone for the yeah. most part. So there's nobody really there like to help me you know, spot me or if something happens. So it's, I'm always scared to go up on weight just because I don't have somebody with me. I have to like plan it out. Like you can. Yeah. No. And I'm with you on that too. Cause sometimes just increasing the weight, like I just don't want to hurt myself and then I don't want anyone else to like hurt themselves either. Yeah, definitely. Like just if they're going to try and go heavy without a spotter is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Definitely think about it. And get yourself a spotting buddy. <laughs> Go ask your gym crush. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, not me. I, I'm I was sorry. Gonna say, yeah, not not you. Sorry, <laughs> anyone else who's listening that is single and ready to mingle. Go ask your gym crush. What do you got to lose? Even then, make friends at the gym. Yeah, or make a new buddy. A new buddy at the gym. Be. I, I always try to be as approachable as I can. Yeah. So that I know, like. I know that we both are here for the same reason. So like, why not just reach out and just, exactly. you know, connect, especially when you guys can like become friends. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got two more questions for you. Yes. yes. Kind of watching the time. Cause I do have yes. a meeting after this. I know, but we're having such good conversation. No, go ahead. Let me know if I'm, I, I can go off the rails a lot. I, well, as you can tell, I can do it. I do it too. <laughs> um, okay. So where do you see yourself in one year from now in your journey? Oh, that's a good question. So one um, year from now, I think in my fitness journey, I would want to see maybe more progress in myself as far as growing my muscles. Okay. I want to really grow my muscles, like zone in and grow my muscles I don't know I cannot repeat it enough yeah just because I know it takes a very long time to get there it takes so much effort time you know eating right that takes time go driving to the gym takes everything takes time so I just really want to grow and I want to grow as well as like 
learning about sponsorships and you know um brand ambassadorships like i want to learn the difference learn more about the business and how this social media yeah you know how it works because i i don't like to gatekeep i like to share you know yeah. whatever it is that i think that can help somebody else and i just want to work with the same like-minded people yeah or just me people too We'll have a conversation when we're done <laughs> actual podcast. All right. Last question for you here. So what is a piece of advice that you wish you had before starting this journey? Hmm. That's good. A piece of advice. Can you spell it out? <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? No, I can't. I'm totally kidding. Um, well, I appreciate that you like my questions. I yes, no, they're very, um, you know, they get me thinking. I, I love it. I, I It's good for me, too, because then I could come off this, you know, fresh kind yes. of retrospect and see where it is that I want. Some things that I, you know, some everything changes with yeah. what you experience. So I, I can, I love that. You can just tailor your life like that. Yeah. However it falls. Um, but yes, back to the question. I think that I would tell myself or if somebody could tell me just do it Mm -hmm. just do it it's hard it's extremely hard but just do it because you can complain but if you're not changing anything about your situation no one's gonna feel sorry or bad for you you know, you have to really put in the work and it takes compromise, mm-hmm. but just do it. Just do it. It'll benefit you then. It'll benefit you more than it'll hurt you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're doing things that hurt you. And that's even drinking soda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a beautiful piece of advice. Cause right now you're even, you're even hitting me. <laughs> you can, uh, I can give you that personal tidbit later. <laughs> but all right G that is all that I got for you thank you so much for joining me on this episode it was a pleasure thank you for having me I really have I'm so happy we'll have a one-year update too at some point yes we should oh that's awesome yeah yeah. I want to stay in touch with everyone that I do the podcast with and like in a year or or so you know even kind of depending on how many people I have lined up kind of giving a, a, a look back. Like, is it, did you change what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Is we're it- holding, like, this is a way to hold you accountable. Yeah. So we're pretty much done with the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'll kind of let you in on a little stuff too. I mean, I think you kind of figured I am trying to get into the online personal training game. I also feel like in a way there's not enough women in this industry, even to help other women that want to aspire to be a personal trainer too. Like, don't get me wrong. I have had so many people, mostly males, like try to message me asking me for help, asking if I need help. And I've been kind of doing a rev share thing with someone, Mm -hmm. which me and him have formed a really good friendship. Don't get me wrong. And he was actually the one that helped me come up with this podcast because I'm kind of podcasting with intention. If you think of it, right. I'm getting you on a call. I'm getting you to talk to me. I'm getting you, uh, but trust me, Warren, I would like, we, we kind of had that trust yeah, yeah, point yeah, a little yeah. bit before even I had the idea anyways, right. and I still wanted to reach out to you. Cause it's like, I know 
if I reach out to you, I get this podcast on your network. Like, yeah, yeah we're, see sharing, this. we're sharing yeah. resources. Yeah, your network is going to see this. And if they're interested in personal training, like, so anyways, yeah, if you even know anybody personally who's interested in yeah, no, I I it's funny because I feel like I I know so many personal trainers so I'm like you I can have people that do want to have like you know that that help yeah well, that accountability and yeah. I'm honestly I want to focus more with women but helping them if they want to run a 5k I have going on nine years of running experience I've always been a runner yeah yeah. Cool. Always been a runner. I have, I've run a couple half marathons. I haven't done a full marathon, but that is hopefully the goal this summer. Actually, not hopefully it is the goal this summer. Yes. Excuse That's me. energy. I just got to find the marathon to run. <laughs> That's the, the only thing. Um, and then yeah, if women want help toning up strength training, I, I feel like losing weight. Like I, I could do, because it's just like, if you just start going, being more active, that weight is just gonna. Yeah. Slip right. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, okay, definitely. I'll keep that. I'll keep that in my notes, just in case anybody comes. Like, hey, do you need? Do you know anybody? Yeah, I mean, I guess now that you said you know a lot of personal trainers, <laughs> I'm not no, surprised. I, I live in LA. LA. It's funny though because it, they're in like different kind of um, like everybody has their own little niche on what type yeah. of you know, clients that they have. So it's like, I know them, but you know, if you say that you're more for helping women, I can, I know that now. So I can send them like, I'd rather send you than like the or something like that. Yeah. And then helping women like be more confident in the gym. I mean, I know I'm not with them like personally, but like sending them videos on how to use certain machines and like, so they're seeing it too, before they go in and hopefully that confidence is there to help. I guess that's kind of what my niche really is. Right, right. It's just more like of an assistant, assisted, um, not assistant, assisted yeah. coach. Yeah. You know? Or like right. a, I was bringing it as a health and wellness coach. So it's yeah, like an all around lifestyle. Yes, yes. Because you're going to be more than yeah. just giving them exercises. Yeah. So it's the exercise. Nutrition. That's definitely like a journey I like to have personally with each person because I'm not, I'm definitely not like a restrictive person. I don't like certain diets. Um, I think more of just being a mindful, intuitive eater and being mindful of what you're making, putting in your body even. And I feel like you'll probably agree with me on this too, being a chef. So yeah, I just, I don't know. No, no, I, I, I stay quiet. Cause I'm like, right. Like, yes. Yes. So. We feel each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess, yeah, if, if you do have any like if you need any tips or anything for helping to improve your muscle strength, like even let me know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Right now I've been kind of, um, just trying to assess myself. I, I think I assess myself like every three weeks, like, okay, what is it that you're yeah, out and what is it that you're not working out? Yeah. And if you are interested, we can set up a second call too, and kind of even go over if you want a specific plan from me to help with that muscle building. Cause that's actually also kind of what I'm doing with my, my own personal workout plans, which is something to think about as well. Yay. Yes. I'll definitely keep that in mind. Um, thank you so much for having me. I really wasn't, you know, thank you, you know, so I much. I didn't expect something. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed. And as always, don't forget to hit that follow button, hit that bell notification. So you're always notified about new episodes. Go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram as well at Corey Nicole fit. So you are also aware of updates when I post or if anything goes on in my life. And, you know, if you want to reach out and be featured on the podcast as well, follow the link in in the description box. Otherwise, if you go to my Instagram, the link in the bio, you will find the Google document to sign up to be featured. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Have a wonderful week. Stay happy, healthy, wealthy. You got this, ladies. We'll see you next week.